What is up, you beautiful human? Hello and welcome back to the Raw, Real and Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Beck Antonucci. Fam, it's coming up to the end of the year and I'm very much not a person who is all about new year, new me and setting ourselves up for failure by setting unrealistic New Year's resolutions. And I really go there in today's episode to support you to set yourself up for success, to set yourself up for success when you reflect on the year that's been, to really be able to look for where you're winning, what you're celebrating, and asking you how you really get to embody celebration, knowing that we don't just get to say that we're celebrating ourselves, we get to be the vibration of celebration. And I'm really curious what that might look and feel like for you. And then we go into looking at the challenges that have showed up in 2022, the pain points, the avoidance, the obstacles that perhaps you have not yet jumped over but plan to, and really asking the self, why these situations, circumstances, events, and people have shown up in our life and what lessons are attached to them. Because I teach the philosophy that avoiding emotional pain will only further manifest more pain into our physical reality. And even if you have not yet overcome the obstacle, the hurdle, the challenge, the situation, the scenario that has presented itself to you, I'm quite certain that you can sit in the consideration of what lessons are here And from that place, we can then look at 2023 and say to the self, well, how do I plan to integrate these lessons into my life so that I no longer have to receive the learning? Once it becomes embodied, God Universe Source is no longer going to present that same circumstance, situation, person, whatever has shown up, it's no longer going to present because it's in embodiment. You're the embodiment of the lesson. It's integrated. So my deepest desire for you is that you feel empowered as you close out this year and really look at the year that's to come so that you can be, feel, reveal all of you in the new year with so much power, certainty, conviction, and just true commitment to yourself, to your evolution of the woman who's here. I hope you love this episode just as much as I have loved recording it. If you do, make sure that you screenshot it, share it to your story, tag me on Instagram. If you can't find me, it's likely that I'm in Instagram jail and have been shadow banned. So type out my full name from B all the way through to I because you will find me and I would love, love, love to connect with you. Strap yourself in, fam. Let's fucking go. 2022 is on its way out and 2023 is on its way in. And I'm really curious as we're coming up to the end of the year, what's coming up for you when it comes to the new year? Is it something that you're really excited for? Is it something that you resist? Is it something that you resent? Are you one of those people that's like, new year, new me, and you set a million goals that you don't follow through on? What are your plans for the new year? What are your desires? How do you desire to show up to 2023? What do you desire to experience in the new year? How do you desire to feel? How do you desire to feel? You know, I'm not really a very big new year, new me kind of person. I don't like it. (laughs) I do not like hearing women and men, but mostly women set a million goals for themselves. And I know it comes from a really beautiful place, but to set these massive goals that we have absolutely zero intention of following through on really just diminishes our own internal self-trust. So if you get anything from this podcast right now, my request for you is that whatever you say that you're going to follow through on in 2023, make sure that you set commitments that you're actually willing to take aligned action on. I'm not big on saying that once you commit to something, you have to follow through on it. 
absolutely not. In fact, in my young 20s, people continuously reflected back to me that I lacked commitment, but I was always fucking trying. I was like, I do not lack commitment. I just try some shit and I don't like it and then I stop. And so my invitation for you is to, I know that you don't lack commitment, but maybe you lack self-trust. So let's work on building that muscle. How do we go about doing that? Well, we set goals that we can actually start to implement and follow through on. We almost set the bar a little bit lower. We set the bar low so that we can set ourselves up for success. We set the bar low so that we can set our subconscious mind up for success. And then from the belief system, the internal belief system that I can and I do and I believe in myself and I trust myself, imagine how much more you're going to actually accomplish and create for you, for your life from that place versus there goes Beck saying 10 million things and doing none of it. Of course, Beck always says that she's going to do X, Y, Z and never actually follows through. Every year she says new year, new me. Every year she says this year is my year. Every year she says she's going to go to the gym. Every year she says she's going to eat healthy. Every year she said she's going to get the guy and he's going to treat her right. And every year she says no to sleeping with unaligned men. And every year she does the complete fucking opposite. If you want to eat shit food, eat shit food. (laughs) Just don't tell yourself that this year is the year that you're not going to do it anymore. If you want to fuck the unaligned guy, fuck the unaligned guy. Get on that unaligned dick. Hopefully it's good unaligned dick, but get right on it. Provided that you're telling yourself, I'm going to do it. Don't say no and then do the thing because in the process, you are essentially lying to yourself, but your subconscious can hear. One of my beautiful mentors, Sigrid Tazzies, she got me, when we were coaching together one-on-one, she got me to get a sign that I put in my bedroom and I printed it really beautifully. And it says, your subconscious mind is always watching. And she shared with me an analogy that was basically like Big Brother, your subconscious mind being like Big Brother. And no matter how you portray yourself and no matter how much success you create and no matter what people think of you, your subconscious mind is like Big Brother with cameras on watching you 24-7. So when Beck says yes, when she really means no, when Beck says she's not going to eat the thing and then does, when Beck sets these massive goals and then doesn't take any action, it's not everyone else that's affected by it. In fact, no one else really gives a shit what I do. It's what I think about me that matters most. It is my internal camera. It is my internal subconscious mind watching me that is the most important, not what you think of me, not what I think of you, not what Instagram thinks and how many people like my posts. It is my own thoughts and feelings about myself. It is my self-trust muscle. It is my subconscious mind. It is me going to bed with me at the end of the night. So when it comes to any person who is like, knowing that your subconscious based on what Sigrid Tazzy's taught to me knowing that your subconscious is always watching make sure that you set your subconscious mind up for success so that when you go to bed at night you're like fuck it I'm a woman of my word I even set the bar a little bit lower to set myself up for success and then from a winning mindset I actually do more and accomplish more and believe in myself more and trust myself more and imagine what all of that does that builds our own internal self-worth. Because if we're a woman who says, doesn't do what she says, never follows through on her word, our self-worth and our self-trust goes out the window. And then we wonder why we attract in unaligned partners and unaligned experiences. Well, if our self-worth and self-trust is low, what are we going to be a magnet attractor for? And when we do the work to build the self-trust and self-worth muscles, what are we going to be a magnet attractor for? 
you can fill in the blank. You can answer that mathematical, (laughs) that spiritual mathematical equation. And so I would love for you as you're in reflection of the year that's been, first, I would love for you to identify like, what are you celebrating? Where did you win? What did you do that was amazing? What are the great things that have occurred? And how can you really embody celebration for yourself? Because it's very easy to say, I want to lose the weight, make more money, call in the guy. I want to show up more powerfully and essentially put ourselves on this perpetual cycle of nothing ever being good enough, which is why I'm really here to stop the woman, stop myself and the woman, my female clients and my entire raw, real and vulnerable community to say, hey, I'm not getting on that train anymore. To be on this never-ending self-seeking prophecy of I'm not good enough, it's really hurtful and harmful because what that does, if, if we get on the train of nothing is ever good enough, no matter how good we do, this is what I want to reinforce, if we get on the train of nothing ever being good enough, no matter how good we do and how far we go and how fast we go and what we achieve and what we create, if we do it from the space of nothing is ever good enough, no matter what you do, no matter what you create, no matter who you're with, no matter where you live, no matter how much money you earn, no matter what you look like, no matter what you do in the gym, no matter how many followers you have, nothing will ever be good enough. Ever, 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 ever. <laughs> this is honestly my journey, fam, of really getting myself off that train and putting myself into basically the ocean, being like, I didn't, I didn't even know why I'm fucking on a train. I don't like trains. I don't want to be on a train. I don't even like public transport. Why am I on a train? How did I end up on this not good enoughness train? I don't want to be here. I want to be swimming in the ocean where it's always enough. When it's still, it's beautiful. But when it's wavy, it's amazing. And when it's cold, I still jump in. And when it's really crazy weather, I've done jumped into the ocean for six months straight every single day. It's still a beautiful experience. So imagine that the ocean, I mean, whatever your version of the ocean is, represents being good enough. And this train that you never wanted to jump on, you currently found yourself on. Like, let's actually say, I'm going to get the fuck off that train and go and throw myself in the ocean where every single day, no matter how the ocean decides to show up to me, she's still beautiful and she's still enough and she's still worthy. And I still have an incredible experience. Yes. When it's 40 degrees Celsius outside and it's perfectly sealed and it's sunset and it's red in the sky and purple and pink. And I jump in as like, Oh, this is the best ocean dip ever. But also when it's winter and it's wild weather and the waves are crashing, it's actually incredibly liberating for me to jump in the ocean then. So if it's all beautiful, no matter what, then maybe I am all beautiful no matter what. And I don't even need to be on the fucking train in the first place. I don't know, even know if that analogy made sense, fam, but I put it in there. We're eight minutes in. I'm just going to go with it. Some of you will get it. Some of you are like, she's fucking lost the plot. And so to, to get ourselves in the ocean of good enoughness and off the train of nothing ever being good enough, the way that we do that, the way that we repattern, reprogram is to, instead of being like, how can I do better? First, jump into what do I get to celebrate right now? What are my wins? What, what is working? Where am I doing amazing? And even if you feel like 2022 just was not your year, I can promise you in so many ways, you can find wins. Even if it was like the most horrendous year ever, just the fact that you're sitting here right now, living, breathing, listening, tuning in, that can be a win. The fact that you're open to 2023, getting better than what it was, win. The fact that you have food in your fridge, 
win. The fact that you will never, ever go hungry. I know that you never will because you're listening to this podcast on an iPhone right now. No matter what you think about your relationship with money, no matter what your relationship is with your finances and your current bank account, you will never go hungry. Win. The fact that you have a bed to sleep in tonight, win. Shoes on your feet, win. Clothes on your back, win. Breathing, win. Clean drinking water, win. Someone who cares about you, someone, even if it's only one person, win. There are wins if you're willing to look at them. And you really get to sit with, how do I embody celebration? What does it feel like to celebrate myself? You know, I'm in a lot of masterminds with entrepreneurs and coaches. There can be a lot of external celebration in terms of, hey, I did this and I am saying that I'm celebrating myself. And then we say like, but how are you actually celebrating yourself? That doesn't feel like celebration to me. And I really got caught in this cycle. I started my business with a group of my peers and I was doing really well and I would tell everyone and everyone would say they're celebrating me. And it would feel great because that experience of external validation and the bullied inner teenager reclaiming herself in a community of people who she really loves and now they're celebrating and seeing her. She was like, yes, I'm getting celebrated. But what I missed in the process of that was never actually truly embodying my own celebration. And so I would love for you to consider when you're looking at your wins and then asking yourself, how will I celebrate myself for these wins, no matter how big or small the wins are, remember my mentor, Preston Smiles, teaches that God doesn't speak English. He speaks God, the universe. Universe, God doesn't speak English. It speaks vibration. So me just saying, hey, I celebrate myself. Well, that's not the vibration of celebration. It's not. How do I get to celebrate myself so that I embody celebrating, so that my vibration is celebration? What might that be? For some people, it could be taking yourself out for an incredible dinner. It might be a night out dancing with the girls. It could be cocktails. It could be dancing. It could be just like screaming, woo, and celebrate me. I'm fucking incredible. I got through this really fucking hard year. At the moment, fam, I'm kind of in it with my move. My partner and I are arguing for the first time in two years. It is not comfortable. And the fact that I am still here, still showing up, still with a lot of power, certainty, conviction in terms of my own business and what I'm creating. Like, fuck, one part of my life is really challenging right now. Really challenging. Really fucking challenging. It's so hard to be in conflict with someone that I really love. It's easy to be in conflict with someone that I don't love, but to be in conflict with someone that I really love, fucking challenging my fucking brains out. Challenging my brains out. If that even makes sense, but I'm still fucking showing up. I'm still doing the work. I'm still feeling so aligned, alive and on fire in my business. I'm still attracting beautiful women into my world. I'm building team. My team is so aligned and it's making me feel so excited. So there is so much for me to celebrate. And I've had so many challenges this past year. In fact, I'm considering the next two solo episodes to be about the challenges that I have faced off with in 2022. If you think my podcast is good, wait until you lean in and work with me. My loves, the doors for true transformation are now open. This is your opportunity to powerfully claim 2023 and make it the year that you desire it to be. Want to speak your needs, set clear boundaries, call in what's meant for you, embody the confidence to say no, break away from the fear of rejection and learn to ask for what you want? Do you desire to be a yes to your yes and equally know your no? Are you sick of settling? Are you sick of sabotaging? Are you ready to reclaim your personal power? 
True Transformation is 10 intensive weeks with me to support you to break free from shame, break through unworthiness, activate your unique voice, and live your life alive, aligned, and on fire. My programs are fully supported with high-level accountability. No one gets to hide. Want to join us? We start January 10th. Head to the link in my show notes and apply today. Let's fucking go. And so how are you going to choose to embody celebration so that you don't just say that you're fucking celebrating so that you embody the vibration of celebration? How are you choosing to do that? I'd love for you to sit with that. And then, yes, okay, 2023, definitely not new year, new me, but new year, how do I desire to be in 2023? What parts of me do I desire to reveal in 2023? How do I desire to show up? to 2023? What lessons do I not want to have repeat on me in 2023? Okay, let's go there. And so we can look at 2022 and ask, what challenges showed up for me? What have I been avoiding? What was painful in 2022? What didn't I like about the year? What didn't work? What hasn't been working? Is it my relationship? Is it my finances? Is it my career? Is it my relationship with body, with food? Like what is going on? My relationship with men, how I show up to dating, my relationship with myself, my relationship with my sexuality, my relationship with my herpes status. What is it that is not working? What were the main challenges, the main pain points or the main pieces of avoidance that you have not been looking at that's further perpetuated pain and a dissatisfactory experience of life into your world, into your human experience? And then from that point, we can say, well, with everything that showed up on a personality level, because I believe that there's the human and the soul and the soul is like, no matter what shows up, it's all working out for me. And I'm here for a heightened experience of life and to be put on my growth edge so that I can truly receive and call in that aligned partner and call in whatever beautiful things that you are attracting into your world. And so your soul is like, fuck, yes, 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 yes. Even if on a personality level, I don't like it. For example, I love being liked. I love it. I think we're all humans. It's nice to be liked. We like it. I love being celebrated. Love it. Love being adored. Love it. Also know that not everyone is going to always do that. And I shared that in my previous solo podcast about polarizing posts on the internet. I know. My soul knows. Not everyone on the internet likes what I have to say. Not everyone is going to love my outspoken herpes communication on the internet. Some people are going to think that I'm just too much or just annoying or just irritating or just like a fank or a fraud, whatever the fuck they think. Some people are going to think that on a personality level, I'd love everyone just to love me, but my soul knows that's not the case. And so I also know that things are going to show up in my life that my personality is like, no, don't want that. Don't want conflict. Like right now, do not want to be in conflict with my partner. Right now, don't really want to be living in this home. Really want to be back at my old beach house. Really upset that I chose to leave and it's creating a lot of conflict in my relationship. I'm so upset that I left. And on a personality level, I'm like, I am so upset that I made this decision. And on a soul level, I'm like, you're in the perfect right place. You are receiving so many lessons right now and it fucking sucks and I don't like it. And it's really funny because I then put myself in the spiral that all women do especially when it comes to the herpes virus. 
that if I'd just done something differently, then I wouldn't be here right now and this wouldn't be happening. I know women can be like, if I didn't have sex with that guy or if I didn't swipe that guy on Tinder or if I didn't wear that short skirt or if I didn't get too drunk or if I just made him use a condom. And I'm like backtracking through my head of like, if I'd just done something different, then my life experience would be different right now. And my soul is like, you're in the perfect right place. You're in the perfect right place. You are in the perfect right place. And my personality is like, fuck your belief system, Rebecca. I just want what I want where where it's easeful and happy and joyful and perfect all the time. And I'm like, oh, personality, I know you want that. (laughs) I know you want that, baby girl, but that's not life. And my personality is like, fuck you. Fuck you with your common sense. No. So me, my soul, my personality, kind of a little bit of war right now, but you know, (sighs) I'm sure my podcast producers are going to be like, what the fuck is this bitch on about today? And so if you're in challenge or hardship or struggle or something has showed up in 2022 that doesn't feel in your highest alignment and you're desiring a different experience in 2023, my invitation for you to look at, even if you're not yet ready to fully embody the lessons, is ask the self what lessons are showing up for you. What lessons are showing up for you? Like, why is this here? It could be in 2022, I said I was no longer sleeping with unaligned men. And then unaligned men kept showing up on my path and I kept saying yes. And they kept treating me badly. And then I kept going for them and they kept treating me badly. And I kept going for them. And I was wondering, why are these men that I don't align with treating me badly? And then if I was to look at it, why am I saying yes to the unaligned man? Well, and if we really deep dive there and if we take the herpes conversation, it could be that you, that I have a deep fear of vulnerability. And so if I was to truly be vulnerable and allow myself to be witness in this really vulnerable expression, I would share that with someone that I really respect and maybe potentially someone that I really desire to be with. But what if the person that I really respect and the person that I really desire to be with says to me, hey, I'm not okay with that. And I feel rejected. And all of a sudden, all my limiting beliefs about testing positive for this virus amplify to the surface. And then next thing, I feel so unworthy and so unlovable and so disgusting. And then I feel like I go back in my shell. And then I don't put myself out there because the pain just seems too great, so intense, so immense. Well, if that was true, well, then maybe sleeping with the unaligned man who I don't respect, and because I don't respect him, I kind of go on this self-righteous path of I don't even need to disclose to him because someone didn't disclose to me. I don't respect him, so why should I? And he hasn't had a sexual health conversation with me, so he doesn't even deserve And I know that he sleeps around, and I bet he hasn't gotten tested, and I can make up all the reasons and all the excuses why I would continue having sex with unaligned men. And because I'm actually a no, like my soul, I know I put this in a past podcast, be a yes to your yes and no your no, because you're a no to unaligned men then the unaligned man is not actually meant to be against you. He's not meant to show up and treat you nicely. He's not meant to show up and respect you. He's not meant to text you back or have the sexual health conversation with you because he's reflecting back to you that he's the unaligned man. And you've said, I'm a no to that. And so he's basically showing up time and time and time again to call you forward to actually acknowledge and honour what you say you most desire. And what I most desire is to call in an aligned, committed partner. And what that requires is me to start saying no to the unaligned man. And if I was to really say no to the unaligned man, then I have to go through a period, a phase of potential loneliness. 
And if I'm lonely and I don't just have these random people that I'm texting back and filling my time up with, exchanging time for company rather than time for connection, then in the loneliness, maybe all my thoughts and fears and limiting beliefs will rise up. And if all my thoughts, fears and limiting beliefs rise up, then I'm going to have to look at what's there. And maybe what's there is a fear of vulnerability, fear of being lonely, fear of not being good enough. If all of that shows up for me, then maybe I have to look at it. That could seem like a lot. However, maybe if we're going to choose to look at what challenges have risen in 2022 and something along the lines of that has shown up for you, then it's not just ripping the band-aid and going straight from I'm a no to unaligned men and I'm disclosing and I'm this and I'm that and this. Maybe it's just building the somatic body, the physical body, the nervous system that feels safe to be vulnerable. So maybe continue sleeping with unaligned men in 2023. Don't even say that you're not going to do it. And don't even say that you're going to disclose. But maybe, just maybe, you might say, how can I integrate the lesson? How can I just start to get myself feeling safe in the experience of being vulnerable? And you can start what I would call an edging process and build the body that can feel safe in doing the scary thing. And we don't go from totally fearing anyone knowing that I test positive for the herpes virus to sharing it on the internet. We just don't fucking do that. This is not how it works. Your body would have an absolute fucking meltdown. You'd probably go through a vulnerability hangover. You'd probably rip your post down off the internet. I mean, public disclosure is such a huge thing anyway, and that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. But we don't just rip the Band-Aid. We build the body. It's like a slow pull. It's like not even pulling the band-aid, just like a little hair plug. And so if you were considering doing something, not even saying that you're not sleeping with the unaligned men, not even considering disclosure, none of that. Just saying what is one small foot that I could place in front of the other that would be edging me closer to feeling safe with being witnessed in my vulnerability. Well, I can do that. It's got nothing to do with dating, nothing to do with sets, nothing to do with disclosure. So maybe if I was to integrate the lesson from the last year and I realized that the lesson was I deeply fear vulnerability, but I'm not ready to integrate disclosing or dating unaligned men yet, but a key to me doing that is me feeling safe, being vulnerable, I could do something that edges me closer to the experience of feeling safe, being vulnerable. What might that look like? It could be sharing something private with a friend. It could be, I remember when I was working on building my relationship with men, when it was just really fucking shot to shit, I would send a voice memo out to men that I really respect and say, and there was this particular man, Charlie, I love Charlie, and the thinking of him makes me really smile so fondly. And I would send him a voice memo and I would say, Charlie, hey, I'm having a really hard time. And I'm really working on healing my relationship with men. And I'm really scared. I'm scared of so much stuff that I just can't even share with you right now because I can't even fathom having these words come out of my mouth. And I'm feeling really not good about myself in this right now moment. I'm feeling, yeah, unworthy and unattractive and just like, I don't, I don't see a way out of where I am right now. I'm feeling really challenged by it. And I'm wondering because I really, you know, I'm having a really hard time with men and you're someone I really respect. I'm curious, would you mind just sending me a voice memo pouring into me, just telling me how much you see me and what you think of me and just really uplifting me because it would mean so much to my heart to receive those words from you. 
Maybe that's a vulnerability edge for you. It's got nothing to do with anything that we just spoke to, spoke about, but equally it has everything to do with it. Maybe it's going to a sexy dance class. I know I released an episode recently. Maybe it's asking someone to go on a coffee date with you. Maybe it's your desiring female friendship and you join if you're in Perth, Perth like-minded ladies and you come to an event and you make a new friend. Maybe it's connecting with someone at the gym and saying, hey, do you want to go for a smoothie afterwards, juice? Maybe it's a vulnerable share on the internet about something brilliant that you're doing in the world. I know one of my clients, she believed that she couldn't ever run more than three kilometers and said for this year, she wanted to run 10 Ks. And as she was saying this to me, I was just like in the back of my head, like this bitch could run 10 kilometers tomorrow. And it's kind of like the four minute mile where once we know that we can, we do so much more. And I really challenged her. I said, I don't think running 10 kilometers is a 2022 goal. I feel like you could do that in the very near future. Well, the very next week, she ran 10 kilometers. And within a week from that, she decided, well, I'm going to start raising money for men's mental health because it means so much to me. It means so much to someone that was really important in my life. And so she set this goal to run six kilometers a day for the entire month of November. She's still doing it right now. And then I'm witnessing her and she's telling me about it and how meaningful it was to her and is to her. And I said to her, why don't you share about this online? And not just once. But every single day, you're doing something every single day, something that's really incredible, something that two weeks ago you didn't believe that you could do. And now you've entirely smashed your goal. And now you're doing it to raise money for something that's so important to your heart and important to the hearts of so many. You're basically the permission slip for so many people, especially because she shared a story with me that she's not a runner. I know for me, I've had a story that I'm not a runner. And now I've smashed that belief by getting on the running machine at my gym. And it feels so empowering and so liberating. And so I said to her, why don't you just share it every single day? And there were so many stories attached to it. People might not want to hear it from me every day. People might start finding me annoying. Who am I? And so maybe just that daily post. And she's receiving, of course, so much incredible feedback and what an inspiration she is and loving the cause and that it's motivating them and they're not runners either. She's doing so much. And it was deeply vulnerable for her to do that. It was vulnerable for her to say, hey, I don't think that I can run 10K. It's a massive goal of mine this year. It was vulnerable for her to say, I smashed that that goal in a week. It was vulnerable for her to say, I'm going to raise money for something so important to my heart. It was vulnerable for her to share it on the internet even just once. And so vulnerable for her to do it every single day. But that's actually an edging process to prove to ourselves that we are safe to be vulnerable. We are safe to be seen. We are safe to be witnessed. We are safe to use our voice. And through the implementation of an edging process, that's how we start to do bigger and more challenging things. It's not just a rip of a Band-Aid. It's a slow pull. It's a slow pluck. It's one hair with one tweezer. There's no Band-Aid getting ripped. And so when you look at 2022, I would love for you to look at all of these parts that have shown up, the parts that you know that have been challenging, the parts that you've been avoiding, and really ask what lessons are there for you. Because I teach that the avoidance of emotional pain will only further manifest more pain into our physical reality. Once we begin to integrate the lesson, so the lesson becomes embodied, there's no reason for the lesson to continue to repeat. It's embodied. Life universe source just doesn't need to reflect back that painful experience, that challenge because you've already overcome it. You're embodied in it. The lesson is received. The man who doesn't treat you well doesn't need to show up anymore because you've decided, well, no, 
I'm embodied in, I know my worth, I know what my standards are. And when anything other than that shows up, I don't need to be rude or aggressive. I just get to say, hey, no, that's not okay by me. And that first no is your no. You may call someone forward to treat you better, but because you're embodied in your vulnerability and you're courageous in your expression, you can vocalize what it is that you desire to receive. And in doing that, we give people the opportunity to meet us where we desire to go. And because we're giving people that opportunity, they either come with us or they don't. There's no like, oh, I'm going to give this person who's not treating me well a chance to see if they change. Like, you're rock solid and you're like, no, I know what my no is. I know what my yes is. And you're either going to treat me that way and or not. And I'm not going to cry over it because I'm embodying my worth. So fam, that is really what I desire for you to do when you're reflecting on 2022. Look at your wins and really ask yourself, how are you going to embody celebration so that celebration becomes your vibration? And I would love, 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 and I'm drilling this so hard home for you that you get to do that before you think about 2023 and how much better it's going to be. And then once you've embodied the celebration for all the wins and everything that was good, even if it was, like I said, the hardest, most challenging year ever, you can still find wins. I promise you. Then we get to look at what didn't work, what was challenging, what was upsetting, what was painful, what was I avoiding, what lessons were attached to all of that, and how can I begin to not rip the band-aid, just one small step in front of the other, how can I begin to integrate those lessons so over the course of 2023, they start to become embodied. And from the embodiment, the painful lesson no longer needs to present because I'm already embodied in it. God, universe, source isn't here to teach me that anymore. Fam, I hope you received so much from this episode. If you loved it, I would love for you to come over to Instagram and let me know what you're celebrating and what lesson has presented and how you're planning on integrating that in 2023. And if you love this episode, like always, I'm always going to ask because I know that I deserve to receive and I'm really fiercely committed to, in 2023, asking for what I most desire. That's like, (laughs) even funnily enough, the other day I came across Dr. Joe Dispenza, who obviously I didn't just come across him, I know who he is, but I listened to him on a podcast and I thought to myself, he would be amazing on Raw, Real and Vulnerable. And so I DM'd him on Instagram and then I voice memoed him on Instagram and then I emailed him on his application page because I'm like, any fucking thing that I want, whether I get it or not, I'm not going to be attached to getting it. But 2023, I am going to be embodied in my worthiness and my willingness to ask for what it is that I most desire. I am not holding back. That is my commitment to myself in 2023. And what am I celebrating? I'm going to share that with you. I'm celebrating... I'm going to share this in a future podcast, my challenges from this year, but I actually had a really challenging year in business with some decisions that I made around mentors that I work with and big investments that I put into my business that didn't get me the quote unquote return and or outcome and or mentorship that I thought that I was going in for. And I have really full circle come out on top at the end of this year And that has been one of the most challenging things that I have gone through, and yet I've still won, and yet I've still won, and yet I've still won. 
uh, still showed up with so much integrity and power and dignity to my business, regardless of what has been going on behind the scenes. And even when it has got me down, I have not allowed it to stop me. And I've continued to produce results for myself, for my clients, for my team. And I'm really, I wonder how I'm going to, this is a great question as I reflect this back to you. How will I embody celebration? Mm. Going out dancing. Dancing for me is a vibration of celebration. I get so excited. It's so much fun. I sweat from like the top of my head to the end of my ponytail. But in the expression of my dancing, I feel free and liberated and excited and alive. So I'm going to take myself out dancing to really celebrate how proud I am that despite the challenges, I continue to lean in and I continue to show up. If you love this episode, fam, please screenshot it, share it to your story, tag me so that I can connect with you. I hope you loved this episode just as much as I loved recording it. Have the most beautiful, brilliant day. Let's fucking go. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're desiring more from me right now, firstly, I love your eagerness. And secondly, let's make it happen. Check out the link in my show notes where you can receive more information on my books, breakthroughs, online webinars, all upcoming courses and programs, and how you can get started on your journey within my world today. I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. And trust me, you won't want to miss this episode.